welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to the Word of Life broadcast today. I want to continue on the subject of faith. And uh, this is the greatest example of how we use our faith, I believe, is in Romans chapter 9, 10, and uh, Romans chapter 10, 9, and 10. Excuse me. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes in the righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, it's like I taught yesterday, or Monday. If you can believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead, and you believe that he's the Son of God, and he's risen and seated at the right hand of God, you believe it. But you don't confess it with your mouth, then what happens is you can believe it all the days of your life but never be born again until you confess it. You have to act upon what God told you to do. Faith is always an act. And when you act upon what God tells you to do, like we said yesterday, then what happens is, just like Abraham and Sarah, Joseph, he told them to take his bones with him when they left from Egypt. And we know this, that without faith is it, it's impossible to please God, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So he is a rewarder of everyone that diligently seeks him. Amen? But there are hindrances to our faith, and sometimes the devil will try to get us to believe in that we're not worthy, or that we've done something that we shouldn't do then that's going to kill our faith because what he tries to do is bring condemnation on each and every person that he can to keep you out of faith so that you won't believe god for the promises and then you won't act like it's true then you won't believe it and then even if you do believe it you won't act on it because you don't think that you're worthy for uh, god to bless you or to receive the promise that's his number one way to trick you up to trip you up trick you up in every other way to try to get you out of the blessings of God and he doesn't want them to come to pass in your life because if you do receive the promises of God you're going to walk in more victory every day but he wants to keep you in a place of defeat but I'm here to tell you that God placed us in a place of victory each and every day of our life because the word of God says thanks be unto God who has given us a victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, he always gives us a victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And through him we have that victory, and it will never be lost unless we allow it to be lost. Now sometimes, now not, there's not one person in the body of Christ that's never committed to sin after they got saved. Now when I first got born again, oh my, I thought, oh boy, if I do something wrong, it's terrible. I'd have to run to the altar every week to get confess my sin and Ask God to forgive me again. But you know, after I grew up in in the Lord and I I learned 
uh, that uh, it is the very second that I ask God to forgive me, then he does. Let's go to 1 John chapter 1, 3 through 10. That which we have seen and heard we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son Jesus Christ and these things we write to you that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. And if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. But what we have to do is if we do commit a sin, we can't lie and say, oh, we didn't do a sin. We have to say, Father, forgive me for that. Because if we say that we haven't sinned after we have sinned, we make him a liar. But if we say, Father, forgive me for that sin, then what happens is, and we say, Father, forgive me. I, I was I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. Forgive me. And I receive my forgiveness right now. We have to receive it by faith. That's just as much a part of faith as any other part of it. If you commit a sin, you say, Father, forgive me, and you ask him to forgive you, and he forgives you that very second that you ask him. And the devil will try to say, oh, no, he didn't forgive you. You don't feel like you're forgiven, do you? You may not feel like it. It may not look like it, but you know, the very second you ask the Father God to forgive you, he forgives you. And he cleanses you from all unrighteousness. That's when you have to say, it doesn't matter what I feel like. It doesn't matter what I see. I am forgiven. And, and say, Father, I thank you I'm forgiven and I praise you for it. And start praising him. Then after you start praising him for it, your, your feelings will change. And tell the devil to shut his mouth and get out of here because what's between you and your father God has nothing to do with him. Say, he forgave me then, I'm forgiven now, and walk and act like it's true. Then that's just as much an act of faith as any other thing. You've got to act upon your faith and act like you have never committed a sin. And because it's according to God, that sin doesn't exist anymore. You have to act like it's true. Walk like it's true. It's a, a, a faith act. It's an act of faith. And you say, I believe, I received when I prayed, and it is done. Amen? And then you go out and say, I'm innocent before the Father God. The blood of Jesus declares me innocent. I am innocent. And as far as he's concerned, and as far as I'm concerned, I haven't done any wrong because it's washed away into the sea of forgetfulness, and his blood washed away every sin. And the Father does it like this. He said, they confess their sin. And Jesus saying, Father, I declare them forgiven. I, I declare them righteous because of my blood. And the Father looks at Jesus and the blood and says, I declare them forgiven. They have fellowship with me and, I, and they can come into my presence without any fear or doubt. 
and they have received their forgiveness. I don't even know they did anything wrong. The blessing of God that they've asked me for, it is in in the works, and they are receiving everything they've asked me for because the blood of Jesus is greater than any sin. Amen? That's just as much a part of faith as anything you can do. It is faith. And everything we receive from God is faith. That we receive our salvation by faith. We receive our fellowship with God from by faith. If you break your fellowship, you receive that fellowship again by faith. And that's the only way you're going to get it. You can't earn it. Jesus earned it for us. Amen. He said he cleansed us from all unrighteousness. Now let's go to Colossians chapter 3 and verse 12 and 13. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. Now this is an act of faith too. You get to put on these on. Put every one of them on. Mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a, pl- a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. So he says we got to bear with one another, and if somebody does something against you, you got to forgive them too. Now sometimes you've got to forgive them by faith, even though you don't feel like it, even though you don't want to. You say, Father, I forgive them, because if, I, if all the things I've done wrong, how could I hold something against them? Then what happens is, if you don't forgive, then the Father won't forgive you, and that that hinders you in your faith. But he's going to look at all the stuff you've done wrong, and you won't forgive them. And after everything I've forgiven you for. So we have to use our faith to forgive people, and sometimes our feelings don't line up with that. This is a good example to understand when you're looking for the promises of God that we don't go by what we see. We don't go by what we feel. We know that that promise of God is coming to pass in our life even though we don't feel it, even though we don't see it, even though it doesn't look like it's going to. We see it with the eye of faith and we grab it with the hand of faith and we say, it's mine now and I will never let go of it. Amen. So we have to ask God to forgive us and forgive others so that we can keep keep our faith working because it says that faith works by love. Without love, faith won't work. If you want your faith to work, you got to continually walk in love and forgive others all the time. I say, Father, they might have done something against me, but I forgive them and I'm let you let you take care of that. First John five fourteen and fifteen. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Now, when you know you're in fellowship with God and you ask the Father God for something, you have 100% confidence that he's heard you. He is not going to leave you and say, I didn't hear that. No, he hears you. And you may not feel like he heard you. It may not, your feelings may not feel like it. It may not look in the natural, but he heard you because if you have fellowship with him, he heard you. He's heard your petition, and when you ask according to his will, and the way to ask the Father God is to ask according to the word. 
like I taught last week, first you've got to find the promise in the Word of God. You've got to take that promise and you've got to say, Father, this is what you said is mine according to your will. Believe it's yours. Ask him for it. Believe you receive when you pray and that you have the petitions that you ask of him. Then you're completely confident that what he has promised is yours because it's according to his will. Now Mark 11, 22 and 23, uh, So Jesus answered and said to him, Have faith in God. For surely I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and cast into the sea, And does not doubt in his heart, But believes that those things he says will be done, He will have whatever he says. Now see, you can't, If you believe in your heart, No matter what your natural feelings look like, No matter what circumstances look like, You believe it in your heart. Then you say it with your mouth. It's an act of faith. And the more that you say it, the more you believe it, the more that you confess that your promise is coming to pass in your life and you speak to that promise and say, Promise, come to me now in Jesus' name. It is mine now. I received it by faith. I'll always have it by faith. It is mine. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 